I feel like uh, this is the most rain I've seen uh, in the last three years, and I lived in Seattle for two years. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it happening. is amazing that you can go through an entire summer with one inch of rain total, and all of a sudden we're getting feet. It won't stop. And uh sounded like last night there was like five different thunderstorms oh, that yeah. came. It stopped raining, came raining, came back, and it's still raining this morning. Unbelievable. Get it out so of your the, system now because we got at least two playoff games we need to clear the deck for next yeah, week. Yeah, right. right. Next week, out. I think. But Wednesday is 50-50 maybe, but uh, Tuesday is supposed to be good. So uh, we we still don't know. what uh, what, what where, Who's Seattle? Houston's got to uh, go to Arizona and win a couple of games. So they might be the odd team out because I heard Seattle's got the tiebreaker with Houston. So uh, yeah. if they ended up with a six spot. You know, I don't this this Houston team would not scare me at all. Verlander is not where really? he was. The lefty Valdez is not unhittable. How about that lightning? That's you. That's just rolled by me in St. Louis <laughs> Park. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be scared of Houston. You know what's interesting with Seattle though? I was watching some of them last night. Rodriguez is colder than ice. He's is like it? had a lousy September. And he's five for 39 and striking out all the time. If you could keep him that cold, you'd like to play Seattle probably. But uh, if he gets, you know, he might wake up Tuesday and decide to get five hits. too. So uh, <laughs> He's gone back you know. and forth a lot. Like he started yeah, off he, awful, got red yeah. hot. Now back yeah. to this. I think he was a player of the month in August or something. He was unhittable. I mean, he was on, you couldn't get him out, but uh, then he's, yeah, you're not going to, you know, you're going to probably be an underdog against any team you play, right? Toronto, Toronto's yeah, on, on paper better than you. Uh, uh, so are the other two, Seattle and uh, Houston. So, uh, and but the Twins, you know, if they hit a little bit, they're win. We we were talking about this the other day. The reason they have lost 18 straight playoff games is they never hit. In yeah. the playoffs, what two and a half runs? They've averaged two and a half runs in those. Yeah, they ha- they haven't games. scored more than five in any yeah. of those losses, or maybe they yeah. they might have they might have had they might have had six. I take that back. I think they scored six. I, so I am yeah. fresh off watching the. There's a YouTube documentary. It's like an hour and a half about the 0-18 streak, and it lays out. Oh, it really? goes through. It's incredible. I'll oh, send wow. you. I'll send you a link so you can watch it. Who did the documentary? It. So I, I believe it is the same group, the same producer that did. There's like an eight-part Vikings series that was produced okay. by Dorktown. So local, local guys. Of, it's a uh, Twins fan who did it, yes. Okay, wow. But, but, but yeah, the, the first game in the streak was game two of the 2004 ALDS. The Twins had won game one. See, like, yes. when we start talking about the streak, it's yeah. like the yeah, baseball yeah, right. gods are coming the gods. from the gods. Yeah. From the gods come to us. So the Twins in that game two at Yankee Stadium, the Twins were down five to three in the eighth inning, and they got a, a guy or two on base, and the Yankees brought in Mariana Rivera for a five-out save. Yeah. And and Justin Morneau blooped a hit to right to score a run. This is like a second-year Justin Morneau. And then uh, Corey Koski had an eight-minute at-bat against Mariana Rivera, and he laces a double down the left field line with Luis Rivas running from first. Ground yeah. rule double. So Luis Rivas, who had crossed home plate, had to go back to third. So the game was 5-5. Five, five. 
Torrey Hunter hits a bomb in the top of the 10th or the 11th. Yeah. Who did he hit that off? Can't, I can't remember who he hit it off. Uh, it wasn't Mariana Rivera. Put him up, but then Guardy tries to get a third inning out of Nathan. Out of Joe right? Nathan. Yeah. yeah. He, he never, he'd never done that here. And, uh, and, uh, a Rod, A Rod got the big hit, right? A Rod, A Rod had the big uh, winning ground rule double. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's tie, another, yeah. there's another Nathan game that they were going to win too, isn't mm-hmm. there? An A-Rod actually, Matt, Matt Suey had the game winner. Uh, a Rod hit a three run tank off Nathan. Like, was that 09 maybe? 09. Yeah, 09. That's the one I remember. That's the one okay. I ripped him. Yeah. I ripped him afterwards for not going after. You know that he like tried to throw three sliders and have him. You know, A-Rod isn't chasing a ball in the other batter's box. I ripped Nathan. Only time I ever got called at home in my life for ripping somebody. So he went to the Viking Twins PR and, and they called me up and said, is it okay if he calls you? I said, yeah, I don't care. You know, that's fine because it's a couple of days later. But he was, his feelings were hurt. But hey, you know. You blew it, baby. Now we, we because of you, we have an 18 game losing streak in the playoffs. But, Joe Nathan, 10 appearances in the playoffs, nine earned runs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's bad. He was, uh, he was get up and leave after eight, though, if, uh, if he was ahead there in the regular season for about four years. He oh, yeah. Was pretty good. He was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so he called you at home to what discuss yeah. the fact that he screwed up and you shouldn't have ripped him for it? Uh, basically, I, I can't remember the exact conversation, but it was just him a chance to him a chance to bitch, you know. So that was okay, you know. I've seen him since, and he's fine. There it is. You know, it's not it's not like they, you know, they all forget about it eventually. Most of them, anyway. Most of them. You know, I do a uh, Friday hits with Tom Bernard and Kent Herbeck is on on Fridays, and yeah. yeah. He still carries a little bit. When I say, "Hey guys, I gotta go because we're uh, recording Royce Unchained," he's always like. Tell Patrick hi from me, you know, yeah. sarcastically, Herbie. Well, we he uh, he's the one that announced uh, when I named him Turkey of the Year uh, after his, uh, you know, he he took this great sacrifice of money and then had a lousy year. Remember, and then he came back and had a pretty good year. They went to the World Series, yeah. but uh, uh, he he announced he wasn't going to talk to me for a year. Oh, <laughs> and he pretty well and. Pretty well stuck to that. Then they ended up uh, uh, winning the world during the world during the postseason of '91. Uh, he ended the boycott. I could talk to him then. So okay. that kind of you know, it was a regular one year regular season. He wasn't. It was a ban. It was a Royce ban. I see him now. In fact, it's funny. There's a out where my uh, credit union is in Bloomington. There's this little cheap gas place that I stop at once in a while out, you know, just a little one, you know, it's 10 cents cheaper, but who cares? It's more for the stop there, get a Diet Coke, drive back home. Herbie pulls up there about two months ago. Herbie pulls up when I'm there and he says, what are you doing at my gas station? <laughs> he's a very, he's, apparently he's been, apparently he's been saving 10 cents on gas for years here. So he was, uh, what are you doing at my gas station? But he's, yeah. he's around the ball. I mean, I'm, have you seen him around the ball yard at all, Judd? When you've yeah. been there, not too much. He hasn't been there much. Maybe I, just, I think maybe he's in the, st- I think he's in the stands more than the, the, the press box, but they, they actually, uh, when they clinched the division a, a couple or what last Friday, they, he was actually going in the clubhouse as I was leaving 
And he was like very, he was being very deferential about it. I think they wanted to bring him in and he's like, oh, I don't know what's my place, but I think yeah. he's in the stands and I think he's in the champions club. Maybe more hang, than the press or he box. might hang out at his, uh, the bar that's named after him there too. I've seen him in there yeah. a couple of times, but yeah. uh, Good Bloody Mary. You know what? It's a good spot. Yeah. Uh, he, he had a hell of a career, obviously. Number retired and all that good stuff. But when he was a kid, the first years they brought him up when he was still more of a slim version, that was the best swing you've ever seen, man. That swing was unbelievable. He got a little more of a piece. It got a little more piecey than than uh, I thought later on. It, it, was, it was harder work for him. But when you saw him, I remember him. Winterhaven, you guys, Winterhaven was way before your spring training time. The Red Sox were there. And there's an orange, big orange grove in right field behind the maybe 50 feet, started maybe 50 feet behind the right field fence. I remember him a kid down there one game just hitting. This is when real guys played spring training games too, you know, like and he had two in those orange groves with this swing when he was about 20, you know, when yeah. he was just a kid, man. He had a swing. Oof. He was. He used to change it though. That he, yeah. he goes back to the Ripken era of guys that would, yeah. if they slumped at all, they would constantly change their yeah. stances, yeah. which you don't see now, really. No, no, not at all. He, uh, well, you know, Rodney was the king of that. He would do, you know, anything, and yeah, but, but yeah, he was amazing for a big man. What a great first baseman he was. Oh. So, yeah, you know, they just. But anyway, uh, the uh, yeah, we we got to get the rain stopped. Though the uh, to uh, how, how would you? Like I think I think the, the ambience is great behind you right now. The th- by the way, yeah. I uh, just if you if you get some time in the next few days, just go to my Twitter account and I sent a link out for that YouTube video. You can just click on mm-hmm. it and, and find it there for you and for the audience. By the way, I responded last night to your tweet about Anthony Edwards and Steve Kerr. I saw that. What Steve Kerr said, and I, you know, Steve Kerr, that's certainly great advice. Before the draft, Steve Kerr told him that, right? Yeah, he uh, told he he yeah. told him uh, that you're not. This is pre-draft yeah. workout. He said yeah. you're not working hard enough. Go watch yeah. my guys work out, and that'll be your new bar. Yeah, so. and I said I. It's too bad he didn't tell him. If there's 50 seconds left and you're one possession down, don't throw up a 26-footer without looking at any of your teammates because you're not that good a shooter. That's what I wish he had told them. I feel like he's a better shooter than you think he is, but he's definitely not Steph Curry with his three No, points. no, no. Steph Steph cannot take a bad shot. because <laughs> He's the greatest. The greatest shooter of all time can't take a bad shot. A guy who's about, what is this guy in the you know what we've never had with all our superstars? The last minute guy. Garnett, clear out. Okay. Garnett's going to take the last yeah. shot. Bang, boing. Yeah. Never made it. Hit the front rim every time. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, get him out of there. Get so him. bad. Jimmy Butler, yeah. bang. Yeah. I feel like but- Butler's gotten better in Miami with it, right? Yeah. But he can't. He, yeah. I was back. Yeah, we had a, that's the stupidest thing the NBA does. We got to let the superstar, uh, you know. Yeah. We're gonna, we're, instead of running the actions that got us to 128 yes. points in 47 yes, minutes, right. we're going to stop doing that to now. Clear it out for Jimmy because he wants to be the hero, but he's going to go boing and you're going to lose. <laughs> you, 
and you've got uh, the, the anti Mike Mike Breen bang. You know, uh, Breen's uh-huh. got Breen's got the call. Bang, you know, a bang, bang. It's a good. Your bang is clanking up. Bang. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get the <laughs> resonation in it, boy. Carter drove me nuts. Why are you having him shoot nineteen footers? Yeah, right. You know, and Anthony, I love him when he's going to the basket, and he's in mid range and the, the whole thing. But when he gets that look in his eye, you know, you know, when he comes out of the timeout, that if he's got that look in his eye, nobody else has a chance to get the ball. He's going to shoot it, and he's going to miss it, and you're going to lose. Yeah. yeah. But it is uh, funny, the uh, the angle now for this team is maturity, right? Uh, 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 Finch, Finchy started that uh, at the end of last season, and that's now that how do you how do you add maturity? You, I mean, you, 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 yeah. they have to demonstrate it. They can't. You can't just say be more mature. You know. So I was in. I went to the media day like the first. So they yeah. literally had four hours of player interviews yeah. lined up in the media room. I stayed for the first two hours. Once Kyle Anderson left, it was, I'm looking yeah. at the roster, like all due respect to, you know, some of the other guys, two hours is enough for me in those two hours, the word maturity or some iteration of maturity must've been uttered 57 times. Really? And even, so even Kyle Anderson was kind of like, you know, I, after thinking, he goes, after thinking back on it, you know, uh, pun- punching a teammate really wasn't my best moment. And so even, <laughs> Even I'm 30, and even I probably could grow up a little bit. And punching a wall is not a you know that's Jayden, kind of an yeah. immature thing. But yeah, well, I don't. Here, here's what's being over. I hear people talking about the future and everything. They, they, they are. They have one ear, and then they have to resolve the Gobert, Towns, Edwards, uh, all these. They have to resolve that that problem somehow, and. Uh, it's just it's just a horrible thing that they made the go bear trade. It's just a horrible thing. If you if they had Walker Kessler instead of him, I would be brimming with optimism, not only for now, but for the future. And you'd also have McDaniels signed by then, by now. If if you had uh, if you hadn't made that dumbass trade. And uh it's forty one million dollars and it gets higher. It goes it up to not. like fifty five or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, maybe it'll, it, it it can't work, and you can't. There's nothing, nothing you can do to get away. Nobody's going to take him. So what do you, you know? Then you got to trade cat, and then then who knows what you got left after that? So let's play some Wolves media day trivia here, okay? I'm going to ask you. You guys can work together on this answer yeah. if you want as a team. It's you three against me here, okay? So I was in there for two hours, and I saw pretty much all of the rotation players and Tim Connolly and Chris Finch come in and do their setting the tone for the season press conferences, right? Finchie was in kind of a Finchie. He wasn't like in the best mood, but he was, you know, he was, you know, sometimes he gets a little harumphy, but he's, he's a yeah. good guy. He was, so he was kind of in coach mode of all the other people that were at that podium. I would say all but one were optimistic friendly affable joking around with the media like it's a fresh season it's media day we're getting our picture taken over here it's great except for one who would you guess that carl anthony towns would it wow you guys didn't have to work together (laughs) 
He just like what he, was he, he just grumpy kinda, about? I don't know, man. He was just very short with his answers and well, he very. He had to come back from the south of France. He probably didn't like doing that, wherever the hell he's been spending the the offseason. <laughs> the only time he perked out. up was when they asked if somebody asked him about his experience in the Philippines and playing for the Dominican okay. Republic, and so and he you know yeah takes a lot of pride in that. But it was like oh he just the energy just was. The energy got really weird for the and, 15 minutes. And he, was he is the really the you know I don't think you have to worry about Rudy's involvement. I think he tries. You know he just yeah has tremendous flaws, but uh, <laughs> offensively. But he's he's really the only guy in that whole collection you got to wonder about attitude, isn't it? Whether he's in or not, whether he's yeah. in. I mean, yeah. I, I, he's I all he, over the place. He can I be he, as he can I be. This he, is a movie one day, and then he can drag the whole room down the next. If it's about him, he's great. Yeah, I thought he played hard in the playoff, though. I, th- I thought he, I, 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 you know, he got beat up some, but only because the other guys were, you know, Jokic was better than him. But uh, I thought, I thought he, I thought his effort was good. But boy, he can. He can show up. He he can decide the fate of this team all by himself, really. If he's if he's all in or not all in, it's it's pretty well gonna, could decide how good they're going to be. He, he was also the only one, and I think some of this is like insecurity. He doesn't want he doesn't want to put a ton of pressure on himself, even though he says he does. So Tim Conley was asked about, hey, what's kind of like what has to happen this year for? He goes, well, we we have to win a playoff series. Yeah. It's time. It's time to win. I mean, Tim Connolly is saying it's time to win a playoff series. We have to win a playoff series. He even mentioned, you know, Denver kind of came out of nowhere. So, you know, who's to say that if things so? He, but he, but that's the pobo telling you you got to win a playoff series. Uh, Mike Conley gets up there and he and he said, "Listen, man, like I want to win a championship, and and look at what Denver did last year." And so he's not afraid to put that out there. He's Mike Conley, right? When Carl was asked, hey, Tim Connolly said, you know, playoff series, you know, what, what do you expect or what do you want to see happen? And he was the only one to walk it back and be like, listen, it's all about getting better at practice today. It's like, <laughs> you know, I, I, think, so, I don't know. There's just something there's always just been something a little off. Yeah, about I, think, I, I think he's going to end up getting traded. I think he's the guy you got to trade, you know, uh, but, you know, they keep telling me wrong about that that they can somehow make this whole thing work was laurie around without his shoes on or didn't anything see, or not? didn't see, no didn't see laurie no in his socks not no. time to take your shoes off yet you got to win games take your shoes off yep. oh yeah. that's right i mean you know a-rod's gonna be around because a-rod and michael k are doing the twins playoff series next week oh really in okay. fact, Michael K. Michael K. is going to be wandering. He's going to be wandering around the building on Monday doing his radio show in our building. I like Michael K. He's good. I like he Michael does, K. A lot. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. But he's stuck A-Rod with is? a complete stiff of A. Rogers coming. If A. Rogers is an analyst, because he sucks. So uh, <laughs> you know, because it's you know, it's just something he does for check. I think he just says cliches, and I don't like him as an analyst, but. Yeah, maybe uh, he can just talk about the Timberwolves between uh, yeah, downtime, right. you know. True. That's true. So, well, it's uh, it winter wise, it's uh, it, they have a they have a chance to be the best team in town in the, this winter with the uh, Wilds uh, issues here. I am sick of hearing about the payroll cap crisis that you created yourself and took vows for getting rid of both of those guys and now that you have to pay the piper you're uh you're you're like oh poor us i 
know. Actually, they're very, you know what? No, they, they're, it's more us. It's more yeah, us who points that, that, that out. They're very aware of, of it that. It took Garen the, five minutes after they had beaten the first round well, to talk about it. You know. <laughs> their, pro- their problem is that the cap hasn't gone up. Like everybody yeah. thought the cap would go up, but Bettman, because of COVID, stepped in. So we're not going to have the cap go up. Escrow to pay off. If you yeah. hadn't signed those two guys, you'd be drawing twelve thousand a game. Just remember that, because your season but, tickets would have been half of what they. But were you doing. know what they did, Patrick? For the first time since those two guys left, thank the good Lord, they issued their numbers out to other players. That's my favorite part. Let's get past those two guys. I'm tired yes. of them. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, they gave Parisi's to that. a minor leaguer. Yeah, it was great. Did, is Parisi, uh, he's done, right? Is he he is. Um, he says he's. he hasn't shown up for camp. He has a standing offer from the Islanders to yeah. show up. Mm-hmm. But uh, according to Shooter, the rumor is he's going to take a job as an assistant to Kurt Giles at Edina High School. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Well, mm-hmm. that was that'll be a good coaching staff. But uh, you know, the other guy had a good year, right? Suter. I mean, he played mm-hmm. twenty-five minutes a game against us in the playoffs, didn't he? I yeah. think the rest of the league is realizing what a pompous, you know, what Ryan Ass. Suter is more than more than even. Yeah, well, who cares if he plays twenty-five minutes? He- <clears throat> He play he plays a lot. He does a lot of very dumb things now, though. I mean, I saw him turn the puck o- over at times. His accountability though is zero, and so he he just plays and insists he's going to play. I'm glad. Hey. I'm glad those guys are gone. It's the greatest move ever. Oh, we couldn't tell. By the way, back to Bill Fleck and the NIL complaint line. Yeah, I looked at the list of the guys they've lost. You know, today they Randy Johnson had a piece. They basically. He's whining about losing all these plays. He ran damn near all of them off. The guy that went to the running back that went to Oregon, Bucky. He, he, you know, well, you because Abraham lad came back. There was no he was he didn't want to sit on the bench. Now he might have gotten a nice nil too. But he's a he's a semi regular out at Oregon. It's not like they paid him five hundred thousand or something. And the other, the, both those running backs left because. You let Abraham come back for year nine, and they knew is, he was going to get eighty percent of the cover. Gary, is some is somebody going to call him out though for doing this on the heels of one of the worst losses of the of his coaching career? Like this is so transparent. Yes, yes. Well, uh, it would be up to me, and I got other stuff to write. So <laughs> I, I uh, so we can do it here on this show. We can uh, we yeah. can say what it is, and uh, but it's. By the way, 80, 90% of all their NIL money over there already goes to football. You can't, you know, is was NIL supposed to be this transparent, though? Send us money so we can buy players? I mean, with that, I mean, it's nationally happened, but we need your money to buy, to equal the bid that our running back's going to be getting. It was supposed to be kind of surreptitious, wasn't it? That we were doing this stuff. No, I you don't think. I mean, but how, how are you even police it? That's the thing. It's like yeah, the yeah, NCAA. They, there was, it yeah. was there was never a chance to police it. Yeah. Yet they want to suspend. The NCAA wants to suspend Harbaugh because they contacted a couple of recruits during the COVID dead period. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, allegedly, <laughs> Louisville gives a center that 
they took away from the Gophers five hundred thousand dollars. That's right. okay. That's okay. Yeah, but man, funny. we can't have you making any phone calls or texting a recruit during COVID. God, they're terrible. They're so it's stupid. Amazing. Hey, before we uh, before hey, before we Packers say about who wins, I gotta put this out there. Packers offensive line. Our offense. I said today, our offensive line looks like the Hogs compared to those idiots. They are awful. Yeah. They are awful. They're going. Jordan Love, big strong guy. He's going to get killed. It was a track meet, and this isn't. You know, Hutchinson's great, but this isn't a great defensive line. They were terrible. Yeah, Lions. They now have wins at Lambeau, which you know, whatever, uh, yeah. and Arrowhead to start the yes. season. Yes, that's true. Uh, right. Vikings or Panthers? Who wins? Vikings. Okay. Two touchdowns. But yeah. I said that two weeks ago, too, so uh, I think they win. Oh, I shouldn't say two touchdowns because no NFL games are two touchdowns unless they're 70 to Certainly 20. not Vikings games, yeah. No, no, right. no. The Vikings will win. They will. Okay. So Je- right. Jefferson will do something. So. All, All right. right. All right. Enjoy your weekend. Get ready for uh, Twins playoffs next week. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Royce Unchained, presented by our friends at Summit Orthopedics. If you're dealing with any type of pain... You know, whether it's L, maybe you're an NFL center and you got lower back problems or something. I don't know. Knees, shoulders, no referrals are needed at Summit Orthopedics. They have 25 locations around the Twin Cities, and you can schedule an appointment, same-day appointments, and they also have urgent care that starts at 8 a.m. Learn more at summitortho.com.